slight change of plans for the purple and gold. It is now being reported that the Lakers are not looking to sign a third superstar and instead use their number 17th pick packaged with Malik Beasley and Mo Bamba to go out and sign a couple of solid role players. Is this the best decision for the purple and gold? Let's discuss. There is so much to talk about now that we are only a couple of days away from the NBA draft. Let's break it all down. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, happy Father's Day. Uh, Thank you for coming on the show with me today. Lots to talk about. Let's start off with the big news today. Uh, The Washington Wizards trade Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns. This could mean, Dad, that Chris Paul is on his way to the Lakers because Chris Paul was included in that trade package. He went to the Wizards, but they're likely going to waive him. So what do you think about all this? I think it means Chris Paul is on his way to the Lakers. Well, Hannah, uh, first of all, let me say that the Lakers have been tied to Bradley Beal for so many years now uh, that it seems sort of anticlimactic that this ended like this and he's going to the Phoenix Suns instead. But by all appearances, the Lakers really weren't that keen on getting him. And frankly, Hannah, I agree with the Lakers on that. God only knows what the Phoenix Suns are going to turn out to be with those three overinflated you know, uh, uh, salaries this year. But yes, I think if Paul, Chris Paul is going to the Wizards, they have no need for Chris Paul at this stage of things. They're probably going to buy him out. That will leave him as an unrestricted free agent. And Hannah, the signs are that he may come to the Lakers on a, a veteran minimum deal That would be tremendous for the Lakers, I think. Yeah, I think that would be a very, very solid pickup. I mean, obviously, we've talked about it in previous podcasts, but if you can get Chris Paul at that veteran minimum, I mean, what a steal. He comes in, he plays about, you know, 25 minutes a game. He's able to, you know, be a mentor and a leader to some of our younger guys on the team, especially if the Lakers do keep D'Angelo Russell this summer. I think he would be a tremendous, uh, you know, kind of leader for him and mentor for him. So I would absolutely love to get Chris Paul. And things are definitely looking up. I was feeling pretty optimistic a couple days ago when I saw him working out at the Lakers training facility. You were kind of uh, talking your uh, smack to me saying that, you know, I wasn't thinking anything of it. But I'm pretty excited about it. I think Chris Paul's coming to the Lakers. But, Dad, a lot of reports right now are saying that the Lakers are kind of going away from the idea of looking to sign that third superstar. Obviously, Bradley Beal was one of the guys, but a lot of people thought the Lakers were going to put all of their eggs in a Kyrie Irving's basket. I didn't agree with that, but now it's looking like instead of doing that, they are taking the smarter route, in my opinion, and looking to package that number 17th pick pick up Malik Beasley and Mo Bamba's uh, player options and use that as a trade package to go out and get some uh, more role players. Dad, if they were to do that, that would give them about $27 million in cap space. They can really go out and sign a pretty darn good player. Yeah, Hannah, you know, there are three players who have been talked about as trade bait this entire summer. One is, of course, Malik Beasley. One is Mo Bamba, both of whom do have value in this league, and both would be on expiring contracts, which makes them more attractive. And then there's D'Angelo Russell. We haven't mentioned his name yet, but I'm beginning to think, Hannah, that there's a good chance that the Lakers are going to keep D'Angelo Russell for on a. Hopefully, they're going to try to get him on a two-year deal. I hear, you know, they still could package him or do a sign and trade with him, but I'm 
kind of thinking they're going to hang, keep him around. And I'm not, frankly, I'm not upset about that, Hannah. I, I'm, I'm okay with D'Angelo Russell being on the team. Uh, and he and, you know, uh, Austin Reeves played well together. And we have Chris Paul. I, I think this probably doesn't speak too well for Dennis Schroeder's future with the team, but we'll see about that. But all things considered, I think the focus now is Malik Beasley, Mo Bamba, and maybe that 17th pick. I would sure love it if they could hold on to that pick in some form or fashion or maybe trade down to get a couple of other picks. But uh, Malik Beasley and Mo Bamba, $27 million. There's some good pl- talent that they could pick up for that price. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they also could include their 2029 first round pick and their multiple second round picks that they have to sweeten any deal. So that $27 million, Dad, it could go out and get us a guy like DeMar DeRozan, um, Fred Van Fleet, even Kyle Kuzma, your main man reportedly now is going to be declining his $13 million player option to become an unrestricted free agent. So that really gives them a lot of flexibility to go out and sign a really solid good player. Yeah, and there's also Buddy Heald, Hannah, who I think makes about $20, $22 million a year right now. The Lakers, of course, seemingly have coveted for a lot of years, and a lot of people think he would be great on the Lakers. So, boy, Hannah, there's just a ton of options. We're recording this on Sunday afternoon. You know, we've only got three or four more days left before the, the, the draft. And just really this, this shoe dropping today with Bradley Beal and, and Chris Paul really kind of changes the complexion of things, I think. It does look now like the Lakers really looks like they're going to get uh, Chris Paul. Yeah, and you know, I think I'm happy about this decision that the Lakers are now not looking to sign that super that sign that third superstar because obviously, you know, like we're kind of talking a little bit about now Bradley Beal in Phoenix, I don't think the third superstar route is the way to go. You know, we saw the Denver Nuggets just win the NBA championship with, you know, really just at Jokic and Jamal Murray. And then they have so many role players like Aaron Gordon, uh, KCP, so many guys on that team that really just played the role. And that's why they won the championship. I don't think it's the smartest way to go out and have three superstars and then just a bunch of kind of, you know, filler guys on that veteran minimum. So I'm really happy that the Lakers look like they're going to be going into this offseason season playing it really smart not rushing not being uh you know too dramatic in anything because uh, i definitely think that for the future as well this is a very smart decision by them i completely agree hannah i'm 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 soured on the three superstars uh transactions now i i'm i'm also soured on bradley beal too i i not, hope phoenix knows what they're doing actually i don't care if they know what they're doing but i, I mean bradley beal in my opinion, he's injury prone. He's not the player he was earlier in his career. He has an inflated, bloated, you know, long-term deal, which I, I think is just a terrible deal. So, you know, the Suns are really, really going all in. You know, I don't know that it's going to work out, but for the Lakers, I think this is the right thing that we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to remember, the Lakers went to the, the Western Conference Finals, and if we could just sign pretty much all of our players uh, – have a healthy Anthony Davis and LeBron James, get Chris Paul for that veteran minimum deal, and then go out and use that $27 million to, I mean, get DeMar DeRozan, Buddy Heald. I mean, Dad, call me crazy, but I think that's a championship contending team right there. Yeah, I mean, if we could substitute out, you know, Mo Bamba, who really didn't play for the Lakers, he was hurt the entire time this last year, uh, and Malik Beasley, who unfortunately uh, just didn't live up to expectations. If we could substitute those guys out for somebody like Buddy Heald, you know, a 40-plus percent three-point shooter, 
Kyle Kuzma, we all know what Kuz brings to the table. And again, I, I don't want to get too excited about Kuz. It seems like a long shot to me, but it's probably within the salary range now. Uh, or, you know, uh, maybe even a DeMar DeRozan, as you said, who's still, you know, a tremendous offensive player. Or somebody of that ilk, maybe somebody we're not thinking about right now, you know, really fill out another key contributor in the role player department. I think that would be great for the Lakers. Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, listen, we're going to kind of have a better understanding of what the Lakers' plan is, I think, by draft day. Because if they're going to package that pick, we're going to obviously know uh, by draft day. So, listen, things are really picking up here. I think we're just getting started. I think there's going to be a million and one things happening between now and the draft. So buckle up, Laker fam, because it's going to be an exciting few days. I think that is going to be it for today's show. But let me know, do you think it is smart for the Lakers to package that number 17th pick with Malik Beasley and Mo Bamba to go out and spend $27 million to go get another player? Or would you rather see them sign a third superstar? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker hand and Laker daughter out. Bye, everyone.